Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. Well, Professor. And I'm Jason. Welcome to the Microbrew Review. This is episode 74 and Jason is really excited. I did not know until right now how excited you were for today's I'm podcast. so excited for today's podcast. So I just took a nap. He took a nap. That's He's really refreshed. <laughs> I'm awake. Have a full belly. Double yeah. tacos. Oh, yeah. And today I tried to make a theme. You can tell me if I succeeded or not. How did that work out for you? Um, ask me again in 59 minutes. Okay. But it's our anniversary. Yeah. Nine years. And he had... She, of course, means their anniversary, <laughs> not like a podcast Collective anniversary or, or anything. Yeah, it wasn't a royal we. It was Jason and I, ninth wedding anniversary. <laughs> so these are celebratory beers. I think um, the first one, a little more champagne in style from the San Francisco Bay Area, has a champagne yeast in it. Uh, the second one is Italian, imported, called Colesi, and it is in this absolutely beautiful little bottle. Colesi. Yeah, that's all I ever think of. Um, also, a little more expensive, a little more rare, and uh, looks like looks like it should pop, but it doesn't. It actually has a cap under there and then mostly because i wanted an ipa today but i wasn't really sure how to bring that into my theme we are having one called the bitter end ipa <laughs> are you trying to tell me something like, this, what at the end of this on? podcast there'll be some interesting information being delayed <laughs> i do like i'm getting a little ahead obviously already but the label of this is like a burning ship with one person rowing away <laughs> i'm gonna guess his name is Hodg- hodgson's Probably. It's called Hodgson's Bitter End. But and he's just got like one sip of beer left. It's so sad. Jason, you are one of those people that I would never buy a anniversary card for that has some snarky remark on the inside or something, mostly because we don't do cards. Yeah, true. But apparently I will buy you a snarky beer. You didn't buy this beer. Okay, touche. <laughs> <laughs> I did not buy this beer. Um, so let's start with the bell. It's a California sparkling ale from Devil's Canyon Brewing Company in Belmont, California. Not far from where you were born, actually. Yeah, California? Yeah, San Francisco Bay area. pretty far. San Francisco is pretty far from L.A. I've driven it. It's very nice. If I'm pouring today, I'm serving myself first. Wow. Doesn't make any sense. I'm not saying it does. You're like the worst dealer ever. (laughs) (laughs) I have to try all of my own product first. Right? She's just going to pour it and drink it and be like, I think this is great. <laughs> it's like, uh, can we get some? No. Least interactive podcast ever. <laughs> it's called Beer Mistress Monologues. So oh. what is Bell? Uh, Bell is just the name of the beer, actually. I mean, yeah, it, that's says, I mean. it says Beer Brute because it actually was made with champagne yeast. I mean, it, it sounds like the right place in California to get your hands on. I should do small pours. I heard this is a very unique unusual style of beer and some people think it's just it has that champagne smell to it that sort of dry champagne smell i did take this one to tallulah's table i thought it would have been a great with some of uh, the fish courses but i said that based on what people have told me about it i have not actually tried it yet so it does it's, it's called brute they're not kidding it yeah, smells no, it really does exactly have that like brute champagne smell to it tastes like a honey champagne yeah, I would agree with that. 
Only 6% alcohol, though, which is better sometimes. <clears throat> so how often, what do you guys tend to do when you're trying to celebrate something? When Do you celebrate with a beer, typically, or not so much? Are you asking us? Yes. Uh, you've probably been around for most of our <laughs> collective <laughs> celebrations. Uh, yeah, I don't necessarily mean for you. I, I mean individually. You mean like on our own? Yeah, on um, your own. Usually it'll be with some sort of food or beverage. Um, Would you do beer now more frequently than a wine? Or yeah, not so I mean, much? I've always been more of a, a beer person. But again, I, I suffer from the same thing that I think most people have this idea that like... You know, wine is that, you know, you're going to get that real nice bottle of wine for that promotion or that new whatever that just happened. Uh, or, you know, I'm going to buy a nice bottle of bourbon or something like that, which I still do those things. Uh, but beer is certainly my more everyday, and I think it has a great everyday quality to it, but the beer I drink, I wouldn't say is everyday. So what did Laura drink to celebrate the other night when you guys went out? She had a glass of wine. Okay. Two glasses of wine, actually. Cool. Coaxed her into a second one. <laughs> well, actually, Dean did. He just poured it. I love those guys. <laughs> He's in Amsterdam right now. Mm-hmm. One of our favorite bartenders over at Jack's. Um, Who was actually leaving the day after. Nice. And it was like just us and him hanging out. And he's just like, you guys stay as long as you want. I don't care. He's like, I'm going to Amsterdam. I'm already checked out. It's great. So Laura just got a new <clears throat> job. Right. Um, I've... She might have talked about her a little bit on the podcast before, but she works at the Couch Tomato Bistro, and we are trying to still bring them around a little bit on their beer menu. Well, they have a really solid beer menu. It's just very IPA heavy. So but, good for me, maybe not good for some other people? Well, I mean, good for me too, but you don't need seven IPAs on when you have 12 taps or mm-hmm. 10 taps, whatever it is. It's like it was just too much because... Everything they wanted to convey in those seven, they could have done in three. That's an interesting way of thinking of it, conveying something with your beers. Well, if you have 10 taps, say, you want, you want them all to be a different experience. You don't want to have, unless you're doing like a tap takeover or you're like, we're the pale ale bar and all we serve is pale ales. We've got 38 different pale ales. I'm sure no one will go to your bar. We went to one of those the other day and the bartender was actually like embarrassed. Um, they didn't have a huge draft list. No, they it? only had like six, I think. But three or four of them were pale ales. And he's trying to dis- explain the difference in them to me. And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want any of your pale ales, if you want me to be honest. Um, I ended up with like a Hefeweiz. It was a wheat beer of some sort. He didn't really want to sell us pale ale either. He was no. like, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Um, um, but for celebration, I mean, for my birthday, I certainly do the hop slam. That's come up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll crack a nice bottle of the uh, anniversaries from Firestone if I was truly to celebrate something. Uh, all the beers that I'm aging in my basement, I think, would be celebration-worthy beers to pick a great reason to pull out that Bourbon County or I just picked up a case of the 1050. So. As sacrilegious as it might be, I think I'm moving more towards uh, really good scotches for celebrating so if i get like a really good bottle of scotch that's kind of a nice it amazes me a little bit that when i come home and it's just you know me and the fire and whatever probably friday night lights right now on tv because i'm catching up um it's always i pour myself a dream of scotch like that's what i want while i'm curled up on that and maybe that would be different in july or august but right now 
It makes me very cozy. I would say it might not be. I read a really good article, well, it was a short little blurb, really, talking about bourbon cocktails, and they're like, yeah, it's wintertime. We all love bourbon. It's great, it's great, it's great. Like, also, they make bourbon in Kentucky. It is hot down there. Drink bourbon in the summer, too. It's also great then. So I imagine that the scotches will hold up just as well as bourbons will. I find that for myself, uh, if I want to pour a bourbon or a whiskey or something, it's usually, wow, it's been a really long day. And like, I don't want to, I don't want to pour a beer. I just want like two fingers of bourbon and I can sit and sip on that while I zone out or read or something. I like That's not really a celebration. Well, sitting down. It can be. Sometimes sitting down is a celebration. You finish the day. Victorious. So I like this. It's um, not as funky as I was expecting, to be honest. It's not super funky. I would like it to be more carbonated. I would also like a little... You think so? Personally. I don't mind the carbonation level. I would like a little more on the finish. Um, It finishes cleanly. I guess I'm kind of comparing it to triple carmelite where... But it's not a triple. No, it's not. But I'm comparing it to that that very effervescent... You know, if you're, gotcha. if you're saying this is like a champagne beer, I want bubbles, I want some pizzazz, I want a little sparkle to it. I do think it would go well with food. I think it's just... It's a very crisp, clean beer with more flavor than, say, some of the... And almost no carbonation, really. This reminds me a whole lot of the beers from uh, uh, the UK. When we go overseas, it's very similar to that, I think, which is very light, but not a huge amount of flavor, to be honest. Not for me, at least. So this one is in a very tall, sleek 750 bottle. Um, All their other beers are actually in cans. Um, I like some of the names. The Full Boar Scotch Ale actually has, like, a bartender with a boar's head, the dedicated amber. Ooh, the boar's head. Wait, <laughs> isn't that a place? It is. Yeah. It's in Shakespeare. Mistress Quigley runs the boar's yeah. head. Yeah. Um, I know. I know it from Fair. When yes, that's our stunt you Mistress stage. Quickly? Yes, I was. That's yeah. when I knew that. Full circle, folks. So I wanted to hit a couple of points on the Devil's Canyon Beer Club because after we went into the Adroit Theory. Uh, beer club. I thought this was really interesting. So theirs is $200 a year and you only there's only 150 slots and apparently <laughs> there is a, cra- a crazy waiting list. There's actually, if you go on their website, it's like mm, you just want to click here and join the waiting list because it's going to be a while. But they have a room that you can rent on site. You get your own personal locker within the beer club room. I don't know what that means. And you put your cigars there. Does everybody just, yeah, stash beer I'm and picturing cigars. a lot of people standing around in towels. <laughs> there, you get complimentary drink tickets for every beer Friday and a priority entrance for any of their events and reserved tastings of new releases and specialty brews. I think for $200, if you're in the San Francisco Bay area, it seems like a really great deal. It seems interesting, but I don't know that I'd go on a... Like a waiting list or I don't know. How long do they say that it takes to get through the waiting list? I did not see any. Maybe it's one of those where if you go on and read like on forums where people tell their own experiences, you might find out better. Yeah. So I once was looking for, uh, it was back when I was heavily into stage combat. And I think I was still in college at the time. And I was recommended to a, a guy who does uh, leather work for like scabbards and belts and stuff. And I went onto the website and it's like, hey, you know, I'm really backed up. I'll put you on the waiting list. It'll be like a year. 
And I was like, ah, I can wait a year, whatever. Uh, it must have been like five years later. I was going to say, I know Whoa. how the story ends because I, I was got, with you when you got this stuff I in got the mail. an email and I was just like, I entirely forgot about this. <laughs> also, it has been way longer than a year. <laughs> yeah. It was ridiculous. Uh, and at that point, like, I didn't have the funding. Like, I was all ready to go with it at the time. But the stuff wasn't cheap, and I was just like, this is so... It, like, it just caught me by surprise. <laughs> That's funny. And he was like, oh, don't worry. I have 400 people behind you. Yeah, yeah right? I'm sure he didn't miss my business or my lack of business in the end. Although I regret not getting it done now, of course. <laughs> is it... Do you know... Like, was he close? Did you have to, like, send him... Dimensions of your sword? No, I had to send him my sword. Oh, that sounds inappropriate. <laughs> I had to mail it to him, and then he would, you know, work with it. And apparently, you know, I'm, I'm guessing it didn't take him that long to actually finish the product. <laughs> or maybe it did, because <laughs> I was, I'd get the sword like another three years later and be like, oh, good. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> this guy's just stealing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> So nice to have this back. <laughs> so I want to tell our listeners, so I finally made it to the goat's beard. Uh, Ian took me the other day, and it was a miserable, cold, rainy day. Oh, it was the first day of spring, as I recall. It was <laughs> kind of ironic that way. On their front board, it said, a burger, a beer, and a bourbon, $15. And I remember thinking, yeah, right. Is it? pick one for $15 but the bartender Phil was very nice and we negotiated our way into splitting one so that he got the bourbon I got the beer and we split the burger <laughs> but it's well played I thought I I don't know I I would I've never like gone through the drive through at McDonald's and said I'll have a number three but if combo meals came <laughs> like that more often I would be really into it it's a pretty solid deal and I think like if I were there for dinner it would be a no-brainer it's like Wendy's after dark. Yeah. <laughs> From midnight until 2 a.m., this is what we serve. Now, you didn't get to choose which bourbon and which beer. It'd be nice if they had two beer options instead of one. I agree. It was the Bell's Cherry Stout, which I had never had before, and I didn't mind, though I didn't love it. It's a like a sour cherry, which I wasn't expecting in a stout. I that one, yeah. Um, it was decent. It was nice. It was... Uh, yeah, again, yeah, I didn't, I didn't expect it, and I didn't think it necessarily paired well with either the bourbon or a burger. True. That's a very good point. But it's fun. Like, I don't know. Part of that is just going in and seeing something and trying it and doing something totally different. And it's sort of the fun aspect rather than the, yeah, okay, this goes well. They I would have just liked a little more foresight into not just like, hey, this is our, the beer we're trying to kick or the one that we're paying the least on or whatever. Whatever the reasoning was behind picking that, it didn't really make a lot of sense to me. Trio would not do that, for example. Trio would probably not do that. Yeah. They probably wouldn't even run the special, but if they did run the special, they would have a, a well-matched beer, I think. Why do you say they wouldn't run the special? Just because it's not they don't their do style? A lot of, they don't do like half... Well, they do a happy hour. Um, and Sunday school. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I could do something like that. Yeah, they do the five for five. Well, I guess I'm wrong. <laughs> I stand corrected. Okay. Happens every once in you a corrected while. yourself though, didn't you? Yeah, no, I was not. <laughs> Is that the no same? one else corrected you. No, we just you, you called it into question, and I. You basically just talked it out with yourself until you <laughs> made up your mind. Do we need to hug it out now? Is that <laughs> I'd right? rather not. Okay. 
Not big. The on mics them. would make like abrasive noises. We're yeah, just touching. Would. We're doing touching. We don't do touching. We do drinking. Yes, oh, do. so I don't remember where I was when I was venting about the um, the glass clinking. So I don't know. Apparently, this is a big faux pas, and I am utterly in the wrong here. So I will preface the story that way, and now you guys can pick apart the flaws oh, yeah. in my argument. No, we already talked about this. It was with uh, Chris and Sabra, I believe. Yes. So I. Don't like when, you know, people make a toast and then everyone feels the need to clink glasses with everyone else. It just, I'm all about the clinking of glasses. I'm all about stretching across the table to reach my neighbor or whatever. But when, you know, someone is getting up from the head of the table and walking all the way down and making sure that everyone has done it, it's just, let's get to the point, shall we? Um, But I... If I may interrupt. Of course. Well, no, finish and then I'll tell my point. Well... Again, Chris and Sabra and a few other people along the way have corrected me to say that it's a tradition and it's a superstition and it's a lot of other things that, you know, people feel very strongly about. Um, And so I need to suck it up and just cheers, darn it. But learning about, and again, it helps because Chris lived all over the world, but learning about the different cultures and things. I was meeting with a brewer from Spain last week. And after our conversation, and it went really well, you know, she made a toast and said cheers. And then everybody started clinking glasses. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm owning this one because I really don't want to offend this person that I just spent, you know, all this time with. So now you may interrupt. Go ahead. Uh, well, you're, I just want to, I think, maybe this will help. You said, let's get to the point. And I think in your mind, the point is having a sip of this drink when the point of a toast is to toast somebody to put a benediction out on the crowd or thank somebody. And the clinking of glasses is kind of everyone's recognition of that event, I think. It's like the high five or the attaboy or the... Whatever it might be. <laughs> so the point is actually in the clink. The point is not let's drink. Think, think of you it are this allowed way. to drink after that and that commences the meal. But that's not the point of the toast. It's so, not, we can't drink until we do this. Let's get it over with. Clink, clink. No. With your Ren Fair mind, let's put it in this perspective. The person you are toasting is the queen. Okay. And the point is that you're honoring that person, not that you are getting to drink that drink. You are honoring this faux queen. If it was the queen, I would be bowing, and then it's hard to clink and bow at the same time. And by bow, I mean curtsy. But now you're just arguing semantics. You understand the point we're trying <laughs> to make. I understand the point he's trying to make, yes. So, also, uh, this is where my mind went. So, I finally clued Jason in today on this grand 10th anniversary party that I am throwing in my but head. But you haven't told him about this? Um, not I mean, I knew that it was happening, but I didn't okay. know to this degree. <laughs> when I said, I'm going to put the bands up on the sand mound, he goes, bands, there are more than one? Oh, dear Lord. Um, I just realized that almost no one clinked glasses for us to kiss at our wedding. That's because we told them not to. Yeah, only... It's because she hates it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're awful. I would love to kiss you all the time on our 10th anniversary, but gosh, if we're going to be outside, that's a lot of glassware. Yeah, and our neighbor's probably going to complain about all the clinking. And <laughs> what like neighbors? That, right? We have neighbors. Bazinga. They're a little far away. I don't think they'd hear the clinking. <laughs> If there are enough. I think they can complain more about the bands, plural, <laughs> than the clinking of glasses. That's more what I'm thinking, is the bands. But then the clinking, in addition to the bands, it might just set them over the over. edge. Yep. Yeah, that's the little, that's the one Music I can over. handle, but all that ching, cling, 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 it's too much. 
So I've been rehearsing with my female Ren Fair band, and they keep making jokes that, you know, and we do, we're, we're pretty darn good, if I must say so myself. I would, I am clearly the weakest link, and that is not me being humble even. I'm just very much the weakest link in some awesomely classically trained musicians. So I'm glad that I am honored. No, I am honored and glad to have them sing around me. Let's put it that way. Anyway, <laughs> um, we made this point of trying to become like more well-rounded. And they keep saying, if only we could add some uh, instruments, there would be a lot more that and we could do. And that's what I said. I was like, guys, all right, I'm already stretching here to hit some of these harmonies and everything. I said, yeah, cowbell is about as far as I'm going. I don't think that I can handle much more. So I know I delegated you drink pourer today, but I was about to take over for you because- You're so slow. You're the <laughs> slowest ever. I, uh, I feel like you're just proving a point to like never have to do this again. That was not the original intent, but I will gladly jump on that. Meh. So this looks like it basically, this bottle. So I'm sorry, what is it called again? This is Khaleesi. Khaleesi. <laughs> Khaleesi. Two L's, one S. Khaleesi. No, Khaleesi is the brewery. I'm going to have to look at the bottle. Oh my. It's like a $22 bottle. Please don't wear it. It's a weird looking cap. I've never seen one like that. Oh wow, look, it actually... <laughs> oh, very nice. It has it's like, got like a little plug on it. Plug and she woke the up the dog. It. Oh, no. Ah, she's back asleep already. <laughs> what the? Never it's mind. a tough life, yeah. Everything See, cool? Everything cool? Can yep. I All right. take a moment and point out that you yeah, poured I'm yours first? Damn straight I am. <laughs> you set a precedent for the podcast. That's what's going on here. Whoa, beer mistress is chugging the rest of her bell. That's because she knows I'm just going to keep pouring until it's out and yep. she won't get any. And I really want to try this. I'm very excited. That nose. <laughs> Honey. No. This I know what my nose is. <laughs> it's not my strongest suit. The nose on this is... Uh, Can I see the bottom? So I'm going to say complex. That might be putting it positively. <laughs> I got to say I wasn't a huge fan of the first one. So this is Nira. Yeah, I'm not either. Imperial Ale. The first beer or the first Kalesi we tried? First we... beer. Okay. That we had today. Okay. I probably don't. So this is okay. It's called Nira. It's an unpasteurized stout, naturally re-fermented in the bottle. Full-body taste and a very complex aroma. Roasted coffee. Does have a complex aroma. I feel like complex is kind of like one of those buyer's words for like probably smells bad. <laughs> <laughs> coffee barley. You know, like when you're trying to sell your house and you're like, it's cozy. It's like, no, it's really tiny, isn't it? Yeah. Wow, this makes me want to have it with cheese, actually. The description's pretty great. All right. Complex aroma of roasted coffee, barley, cocoa, licorice. It's spelled licorice. It's uh, pronounced licorice. And though. rhubarb. <laughs> hey, Verlin, rhubarb. Soft, creamy, and lingering mouthfeel. Velvety and smooth foam, looking like a cappuccino. I read it as licking a cappuccino. Licking a cappuccino. Uh, I didn't get any foam off of this, but maybe I should have poured it more... Aggressively? Aggressively. I don't know. This one's 8%. I don't this know. This is a stout? Mm -hmm. I An Italian stout, which is a very... Look at Jason's glass, though. You can like see the color through it. It's got more of it's a porter like body. Yeah, Yeah, I would have called it a porter. I get more of a stone fruit out of it than coffee. You're also Maybe a coffee Maybe the stone like is expert, coming from though. my stone chalice, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of this one. I don't know why. That's the problem. I agree that I this is know. very complex, and I like this one more than the first one. I don't think of it as a stout by any stretch, though. Yeah, yeah I guess 
I guess if the Italians are known for Peroni, I understand this is a stout. I don't think we can say that the Italians are known for Peroni. What are they known for that's beer-wise? The Italians are known for wine. Sure. Hence the question, what are they known for beer-wise? What was that really good beer I pulled out? Ah, they're known for the Blueberry Nightmare. That was a stout. Sour, sour, delicious, not really stouty <laughs> stout. Well, and then, again, I'm going to go back to the conversation I had with Catal, the brewery from Spain. Catal. Their stout is about like this in body, 6% alcohol, and it just... Have they ever had like an American stout? Um, we were pouring them some American stuff while they were here, like and they Firestone? thought that it was... Uh, their IPA, super floral on the nose, really nice and citrusy, no bitterness at all. So we grabbed, we were at a bottle shop, grabbed two different American IPAs that are pretty well known. We did the Stone and we did the um, Southern Tier 2X and they couldn't, they had like one sip and poured it back into the bottle, spilling it all over the table. They're like, you guys don't appreciate your taste buds. Why are you abusing them like this? We've just appreciated them so often that they're just worn out. <laughs> oh. Jason, your faces? It's okay. I would agree uh, wholeheartedly <coughs> that this one is better than the first one. Though, again, I'm more someone who likes the full body flavor than uh, uh, the pale ales. Yeah, I actually like, like that, this beer. So. I, it's, I think it's excellent. I don't think actually. I would order it like by the pint every time I went out. but mm. Again, I, I would this. say this I can see very much as going well with food. It's not... Well, the Italians, I think if they're known for anything besides wine, it's for food. Yeah. Uh, I know your feelings on Italian food, but... Ugh. Anything but Italian. That's my motto whenever we eat somewhere. I'm ABI? an ABI. Yeah. yeah. ABI. Yeah. And I'm ABC. What's your, what's your big no-no? What is your... What is, wise? No. Not it, Chinese. Well, my, no. Chardonnay. Anything but Anything Chardonnay. Anything but Chardonnay. Oh. Anything but... Fatties. I was going to say fat and ugly. <laughs> <laughs> That's two things. You can't do yeah, that. Yeah, you can't. Why can't it be? No, it's it's just a different demographic. Fugly. Ah. Oh. Did no. I just cheat that for you? Yes, you did. <laughs> this is so inappropriate. I feel really guilty right now. That's right. I have a reputation to maintain. <laughs> wow. A terrible, terrible reputation. So you guys like this? I yeah. really don't. It's. I definitely don't see it as a stout at no. all. I would never. But it is. Meh. I would never serve this as a stout, call it a stout, or tell anyone it was a stout. <laughs> but I would give it to people and be like, here, enjoy this. I with, thought, uh, based on the label and everything, I thought it was a red ale, actually. And it tastes a little, well, not really like a red, but it's got a little bit of that. Um, I just, there are no dominant flavors, but it's well balanced. And maybe it's a water thing, but it's, it's just very clean. It's not crisp. It's still kind of refreshing, and I can't believe it's 8%. It does not drink like 8% at all to me. I can't believe they think there's coffee in here. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking in the glass like maybe you'll find some coffee beans at the bottom. How much are these bottles? <sighs> I thought you said at the beginning. Well, I don't know. I didn't really do the math. A case, read, a case of 18 bottles is like right around 160. So. Jeez. It's a pricey case. I mean, it is coming from Italy. Right, and I'm sure that's part of it. There's a lot of taxes and whatnot. You just have to... Got to ship it over. You got to jack it up just for that. 
but and it's beautiful like i would definitely pick up this bottle in a bottle shop because it i mean they're sleek they're well designed it's very it That's looks a very like italian wine. style bottle actually uh almost many 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 italian beer bottles look like that is that the one that you were showing us from your collection yes okay that makes a lot of sense makes a lot uh, of sense which i also quite liked and still don't know what it is is it written in english or do you have uh, to it it kind of is, but there's also like tons of numbers just written all over the bottle, and like I don't really know where the name is, and it's all in Italian, so I don't know. Doesn't guess matter. we need to find a friend who reads Italian. Uh, Luis, Luis does. Does he really? Yeah, Luis is uh, Italian. Took Italian in college. That's awesome. Luis is Jason's best friend, whom we tried to convince to be on the podcast on several occasions, and just never bit the bullet. But I'm sure we could at least get him here to read some Italian. Or send him a photo. That might work. You're like, yo, what does this say? I bet yeah. we could also Google Translator it. That's what I was thinking. Then, like, that's like the modern... Like, this is 2014. There's got to be a way. Or I could just like type in what it is and they would probably already be like, hey, you're in America. Here's what it says in English. Right. So. <clears throat> I think the dog is breathing heavily into your microphone. Oh, yes. <laughs> Our dog likes to be the fourth member of the podcast whenever possible. And like the uh, sometimes silent, and when not silent, really not. Studio audience? Well, yeah, and not really adding to the beer conversation. <laughs> 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 to be uh, fair, we haven't poured her any. So. That's um, true. I am going to say she has licked beer out of our glasses on more than one occasion. I used to pour beer into my cat's water bowl, and they would love it. <laughs> Maybe like, yo, let me let me get some. Just more the of number this. of times that I'm like sitting down on the couch or something, and as as soon as it's low, um, like if it's you know the glass is up on the table, she's she can't reach that. But the minute that my hand like descends to her level, yes, she's like water bowl, water yeah. bowl, water bowl, <laughs> beer bowl, nice. Yeah, she's never stopped because she didn't like it. We've always had to stop her, which is only a little terrifying. Also, I just want to clarify, I wasn't in the habit of like getting my cats tanked. I would just pour a little bit in their bowl. Sure. <laughs> that was your favorite That's snow day activity was watching them walk into walls. Drunk cats. <laughs> That's where all the internet memes come from, where the cat's jumping off a balcony and yeah. they can make it to the other side. I love cats that can't jump. Yeah. That's my favorite video ever, when they just like walk off the edge and you're like, you're the worst cat ever. <laughs> oh, and you said It's like a failing ninja. <laughs> When you said we don't have neighbors, we did find out that there are some alpacas down the street. Okay, they can't complain. Boom! There, it's really... It, okay, down the street means like a mile and a half away. That's <laughs> super far. That is really far. I live it's in an apartment really... where I can hear people snoring <laughs> next door That's to me. down the street. That it, was what it, I'm it's... saying. We have neighbors much closer who do not have alpacas. We'll tell them to get with the program. Yeah, right. <laughs> Actually, after today's lovely walk, I asked Jason if we should get chickens because all of our neighbors have chickens. Only if they're going to lay eggs and you can eat them and that you would can kill the chickens. Are you going to feel point. okay killing the chickens? I'll no. do it for you if you want. <laughs> what was that about? What? Jesus, I want to eat fresh chicken. jumped out of his skin when you said that. I want to eat fresh chicken. Is that terrible? Are you serious? Yeah. Do you want to do the killing too? I don't want to do it, but if you guys won't, I'll do it. He's got swords. He'll just... <laughs> I'm not going to use one of my swords on them. I'm going to use a, the old trusted twisty method. 
like break their neck. This yeah, got morbid. By the this neck got really morbid. Them. It's the, the Mexican version. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're awful. I say that only because it was in a movie once. Oh, okay. I don't know that that makes it any less awful, but. Can you name the movie? You can get no, away with a had, lot just saying. It had it was Brad a movie. Pitt and Clay, Kate Blanchett, and they. She Once got upon shot. a time in Mexico or no, whatever? No. Oh, okay. She got shot in like Afghanistan, and there was like four different movies happening at once. Their kids were home, and their maid took them down to Mexico for her friend's wedding because. I don't know. It was crazy. She was house sitting and she wanted to go to the wedding, but she couldn't because they were out, and she was like, well, I'll just bring them anyhow, and they'll never know. And then they ended up getting lost in the desert. Ah, what was this movie? Uh, that's one of the ones we'll have to IMDb after the fact. Yeah. I don't know, you just sound drunk to me. That's like so much plot right there. It's a lot of plot. There's like eight different storylines happening. I don't like Brad Pitt. So <gasps> really? I don't really watch stuff with him in it unless, like Mr. and Mrs. Smith was, you know, awesome. What about like all the oceans? That was fun. I liked them. So what don't you like Brad Pitt? Because all we've done like, is name like four movies and you're like, yeah, that was good. He looks like a monkey. What about 12 Monkeys? Uh, nope. Didn't it was like great that in one. 12 Monkeys. No, I tried. I couldn't watch it. You didn't like the movie or my you didn't like Brad Pitt? My friend's in it. Both. My, you played an excellent crazy man. One of my acting teachers is in it. And I was like, I have to watch this. I have to Did find Tom Did he act Tom well Roy. enough to get the crazy part job? Or was he like an extra? Oh, no. he like He's a SAG actor with lines and stuff. No, I believe that. I'm just saying that Brad Pitt clearly had a better role oh. than your teacher. <laughs> sure he did. He's also like... 30 years younger and has abs and stuff. Whatever. Anyway, I, I didn't watch Fight Club either. Isn't he in that? He is. Yeah. And it's an excellent film. Okay. Um, though I do think I would like one of those old Legends of the Fall or like one of those old Was that Brad girly? Pitt? I think that was... Uh... Oh, no. I'm thinking of a different movie. Okay. I'm thinking of Legend. And that was Tom Cruise. Legends I don't know what's world. happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> we got so derailed. We're, Let's talk about beer We're again. proving how little we know. Everyone... I know who says, oh, you're an actor. You must watch a ton of movies. Really not. It's just. Legend's a really good movie, though. It's got unicorns in it. And. That was not a logical sentence. There, I mean, <laughs> Jason, help me. Pick apart the logic in that. Uh, what's his name? If unicorns is all it takes to make a movie good, then all of the times Tim I was. Tim Curry. A kid. He's pretty good at being evil. He plays. He plays the devil. Yeah. That sounds Full-fledged right. crazy horns and makeup and stuff. So the last one's IPA. I'm glad I picked a style we're more familiar with. <laughs> That's going to be one of the hard things about Ciceroneship, I think, is going these through foreign beers. testing the beers that you guys know that you don't like and having to get, you know, become experts on them. Right. Not to, like, necessarily say good things about them, but to, to recognize what they right. are. And... Ian, check out this man's beard. So this is called Hodgson's Bitter <laughs> End stupid IPA. Beard. It doesn't even match his hair. No. It's, like, way darker. It's a six Usually a beard is lighter. 6.5% ABV IPA, so it's a single IPA, which we don't do very often here. It's from Fishtail Brewing Company, which is in Olympia, Washington, and they're actually one of only eight organic breweries in the U.S. These particular beers are not organic. So it's they have boat. an organic line and a non-organic line. Hmm. Um, but they sell these at Wegmans which makes it approachable and easy to find. Pop it, Professor. Wait, me again? Oh, yeah. You couldn't do the other one either. <laughs> also, you have the only opener at the table. Oh, Jason's got to chug his Khaleesi first. Khaleesi. 
I don't. I can only say it like from that music, the music video. video. The video, yeah. Yes. And I love it. I will take this moment and say we are totally still together and staying that way. Huh? Oh, oh so far, end. yeah. Well, yeah. So far? <laughs> Maybe it's like until it's the bitter end. It's not the end of the podcast. That's what she means. Yeah. Yes. We're here until the bitter end. I'll just never you take. You can't get out, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's saying. <laughs> I can't take the last sip. I'll just have to save this last sip forever. Oh, that'd be cute. You could like freeze it. It would Whoa. totally skunk. Whoa. The nose on this? He doesn't have to drink it. He just has to save it. True. Juniper? Do you get juniper on the nose? Completely. It smells like gin. Gin. Yeah. I like this even more. This would go well with the... Double Ginko? Yes. Well. Then it wouldn't be a We haven't tasted it yet. That's just on the nose. Mmm. You get that foresty. too? Foresty. Yeah. So is Olympia, Washington foresty? I've never been to Olympia, Washington. I've never been to Washington. I've never been to the West Coast. What? Wait. Wait, what? No, I haven't. Denver is the closest I've gotten. Are you serious? And that was last summer. Yeah. So what? Well, I mean, it took you till you were 28 before you even got that far west. Well, that's true. I did make it to Arizona as well. The West Coast is awesome, though. It really is. I think I would enjoy, like, Portland or Washington. Some big beer scene in Portland, yeah. Yeah. I don't know that I would like, like, L.A. or anything no. like that. No one does, really. It's basically the New York of the West Coast, I'd say. Yeah, and I don't even like New York or See, the but East I Coast. like San Francisco a lot. I thought that was great. And now I can't wait to go back and do, like, the wine country. I think that would be awesome. So this or Russian River, which is like the wine beer country. I don't think it has to be an or. Or was it Rogue that I tried to go to, but I was sick? Yes. I had like the stomach flu or something like that, and I so desperately wanted to go. And we've come full circle. Yeah. <laughs> um, what bringing like it back beer. to beer? <laughs> no, I meant Rogue, and, and now you. we're Rogues, and yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it does not taste as piney as it smells. No, not at all. What causes that to happen? I'd love to know that. Where you have the nose of something that does not actually appear in the beer. Because nose is, I mean, the, the smell of something is supposed to be so much tied to its flavor. Well, and it, it but is. Beer in a doesn't sense. always do that. Well, but there are like hops that are just aromatic hops, and there are hops that are just bittering hops. And, you know, if you want some of the tasting experience, is about what your nose is smelling while you're in the glass as much as, you know, while you're sipping it. It's nice. I like it. It's not super full body. I would drink this. I would buy this. That's wow. Yeah. That's a stamp of approval. Maybe not a case, but a six pack. That's a big deal. I would do that too. This one's fun. I just bought the Maximus Lagunitas. Is that a I'm double sure IPA? Yeah. I'm sure your uh, Spanish friends would love it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why. Because we just talked about earlier how they were like, why do you hate your taste buds? And uh, Maximus is like punching you in the tongue, basically. It's is like double IPA. And their single is hoppy, so. Yeah. That yeah. sounds awesome. This is a, really? a West is Coast good? style for that. sure. I haven't tried it. Um, we could trade you some Dirt Wolf for some Maximus. I got my own Dirt Wolf. Actually, I don't anymore. I drank it all. Well, there you go. Done. So here's the biggest problem that I have found since Jason works away from home. Do you get lonely sometimes? Well, I do. That's why we got a dog. But <laughs> the man doesn't like have a stash of beer in his car. That is sad. You should get like a camelback house. of beer. 
That would be wear it all so. Whenever he comes home <laughs> to he, work, <laughs> whatever. Sure, that'd be awesome. I get these calls every Friday, going, "Could you put some beers in the fridge?" And I'm like, "Of course, there's beers in the fridge." Do you miss it? Having beer all the time, like readily. Well, like, I mean, I could have it there if I wanted to have it. Sure, there. I mean, I just, you can go buy some. You can put some in the fridge, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I just know, like, a couple of years ago, you weren't. You didn't really have a drink every day or yeah. anything Come crazy. home from work and have a beer. Yeah. Uh, well, a few years ago, uh, most of the drinking that I did was out with the buddies from work. So we'd go out after a long day and we'd drink, you know, and they were, they drink a lot. So it was, they, they definitely drank me under the table and made fun of me for it and all that. So He's my experience with it in the past was a little negative. trying to be, you know, keep up and all that. But sure. going this direction with it now, it's definitely much more... Well, I've always been a fun and I like of, doing it alone. Of drinking is as uh, well. it's a luxury. It's not a yeah. it's not a competition. It's not a game. It's not, you know, like all the drinking games I've played because yeah, I guess people were playing and you know it was beer pong and sure it's fun to incorporate sports and drinking because the two are so outrageously dissimilar. I'm going to say you use sport loosely in that sentence, but sure, but on. it's some form of a. a of athleticism where it's hand-eye coordination it's it's a game yeah you, have, competition. you know you need focus to do yeah. it you can't be you can't be drunk and do it well uh, except for those guys that are in the competitions have you seen that no like are the, they like just awesome at it so the people that you know uh, what was it i was watching a special and i don't even know why i think it was one of those i was working an overnight shift and it was on travel channel at three o'clock in the morning uh they were going over to beer pong championship and these folks they interviewed were awful when they start out in the beginning of the night, but they would actually pre-game for the thing so that so they were that drunk. Be a little, well, because they were so much like better. Like podcast, drunk. we always little you know a little buzz going into it is good, and once you're good at it, you're not losing. And if you're not losing, then you're not drinking a lot as much. Yeah, as much. Yeah. <laughs> Just, well, you're still drinking because you're not gonna you're not gonna run the table basically. Did we tell the story of playing Beirut in our old house? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we did. For the party, for the big party that we had. Yes. Are we going to have Beirut set up for the next party? Definitely. For our We're just going to take down a door and put it out. Can we do that? No. It, they're lacquered. <laughs> That's it true. They're lacquered. Them. Maybe. Well, I mean, we have collapsible tables. Why wouldn't we just use Boring, a table? Boring, because the door is so much cooler. <laughs> like, guys, we are so excited that you're here that we took down a freaking door. Nothing says happy anniversary like throwing ping pong no balls doors. into beer. We could also just use the gray table that you guys carry everywhere. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I would just do that. Whatever. <laughs> I like that idea. I'm sure we won't need that for anything else. I'm so excited now that we I... We have a hot tub for the first time ever. That'll be fun. <laughs> we can, can we incorporate that into the party? Of course. It actually sounds unsanitary. It really sounds kind of dirty. <laughs> and can you imagine how much like booze is going to be dropped in there? bringing three dates. <laughs> wow. Are they coming in like different hour increments or do we just have nope, to juggle bringing them? them all at once? That sounds about I gotta right. I'm going to drive them all out here. That'd be a great car ride. <laughs> the smile, the smile that you can't see is amazing. And then he says, by the way, I get dear, the guest room listener. with, with three keys. <laughs> you lock your guest room. <laughs> no, but it does have a cat door on it, which is, there is a cat door on it. It gets me every time I open that door. I'm just like, this cat door still here. That's the table we could use. Then it could be like a little trap door. <laughs> if you get it through the trap door, you get like bonus points and you have to switch sides every time so everyone has That's an equal awesome. opportunity. We'll play that. We'll play a little of the, what's the ladder game? Ladder ball? <laughs> ladder ball, yeah. I like that. And I like cornhole. 
Sounds awful. It I'm does. Not, it does. It sounds awful and vulgar and painful. Um, so I'm going to admit this, and it's a little embarrassing, but okay. Oh, Last week was Licking Hole Creek week, and just because of the timing, Jason was editing the podcast from like oh, yeah. the TV with the big speakers and everything instead of wearing the headphone and all that. And my mom and my brother walked in when he got to Licking Hole Creek. And my oh, brother... I just, I just let it go. He just let it go. <laughs> my mother-in-law hearing that? Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't on it, right? He had What's no that? reason to yeah. be embarrassed. <laughs> it was... Uh, yeah. My, my brother's 21, and he was basically doing those like silent convulsing laughs where his face is turning bright red. <laughs> So if you haven't heard last week's podcast, now is a great time. Licking Hole Creek, Licking Hole Creek is the last one. Listen to the last like ten minutes of the podcast. I mean, the whole podcast was pretty awesome because Cal is a yeah, lot of Cal's fun. Yeah, Cal's really fun. Cal himself joining us. But that should be his name, Cal himself. <laughs> That's true. Cal, we just renamed you. Done. When people have to pick their moniker, sometimes they think they they think too hard. That's all right. Um, I don't know where I was going with beer games and stuff, but yes. Beer is for enjoyment. It's not for uh, a game or a competition or keeping up with your friends or seeing how drunk you can get. Uh, it's to come home and enjoy one. I barely enjoy I Shots and I, I just don't get it. Yeah. Um, if it's like a well-crafted, flavored shot. Yeah, there are times where... And I'll never seek them out, but they often show up at my table. Yeah. And I'm not going to be rude and deny them. You but I'm not, I'm not going to like shoot Jameson. Is that your way of saying like women are buying you shots all the time? No, it's usually the bartenders. bartenders. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Because they know you, they're just sort of, yeah. I got you. Tell them about Sancho's the other night. And you had never been there before. I had not been to Sancho's, but uh, I had a, a lovely, slightly flirty, it may have been homoerotic, I'm not sure, conversation with Sancho Pistolas. On Twitter. On Twitter, yes. While he was at dinner. Um, My phone kept buzzing. I was like, what and, is going uh, on? At the end of the night, I had uh, someone who I'd never even interacted with at the restaurant and did not know at all just came up and put a glass of mezcal in like a nice uh, tulip glass, actually, on my table. And he goes, from the Sancho. <laughs> and I said, nice. <laughs> How did he know that you were tweeting back and forth? Uh well, I mean, obviously someone at the restaurant was, I mean, I, I made it clear that I was at the restaurant. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so I'm guessing somebody said, hey, you know, bring this to the table, whatever I was sitting at. And his profile picture looks just like him, so. It does, and also the chef, was, the head chef was there, who I have met a handful of times. I won't say I know him per se, but, uh, you know, I, I saw him actually on my way out of the bathroom and said hello and said what a great spot it was. Everything was excellent, shockingly, not at all. Um, was it easy to park up there? It was actually a little rough, but mm, I don't know. It could have been the rainy day. could have been the time. I don't know. I really want to go because I love Jose Pistolas, but I don't love the neighborhood they chose to put it well, in. Well, it's right. Yeah. Like we were in spitting distance at the Craft Beer Express. They just oh, really? open. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Right there. It's uh, Frankfurt Hall is there. Uh, Johnny Brenda's is there. Jason didn't let me go to Johnny Brenda's once because he didn't like the neighborhood. It's what? an up-and-coming neighborhood, Fishtown. What was it? Fishtown? Yeah. That's where Richard was Right down raised. Gerard. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Gerard itself is not bad. If you stay on Gerard, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Sure. I got my headshots there. It's a beautiful there. wine and spirits open up. That's where Moto Mio is. You'll make it there one yes, day. we did it's go like there. Your... Didn't we go to Moto Mio? No. That's no, where we, we went were, to it's Mio where we go for. Yes. 
Yeah. Motomio is where we go for New Year's every year with Max and Alex. Oh, the Italian place. Yeah, nothing but Italian. I want to take go you there. Back to I want to take you there. They, they want to, too. That's great for you guys. No, I we want to take you Vetri. there just because I don't think we it's like any it other awful. Italian place I've been to. See, like when you say you don't like Italian, I think, yeah, I don't like really pasta either. Right. But it's not pasta. It's, it's not carabas. I don't like pasta. I don't like the red sauce. Like, I, no, I've it's never none understood of that. when people are like, oh, man, we're going to go. What was the thing they used to get at uh, Servo? Uh, or bullet hole for all the theater stuff. It was like a meatball sub or something like that. Oh yeah, Ike's used to be just an Italian restaurant. So. Would gross. you would you give me the opportunity to take you to Moto Mayo? I will buy you dinner. This is creeping me out. You're like asking my you husband out. You can come out? too. I don't care. We can make a big deal. Yeah, but of you it. pay your own way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're on your own. You've been there. Uh, uh, and I know you don't even. It's not your favorite. No. I think you've enjoyed it. I like the one their partner restaurant. Monsu. Yeah. I like Monsu better. I don't know. I'm hesitant. It's like I really, it's like I rabbit. Really it's like veal. It's and it's not covered in sauce. None it's of like, that sounds good to me. Rabbit. Rabbit Delicious. does not. All right, you don't have you, to eat the didn't you have bunny bites at Teresa's? Bun? No, I didn't. Oh. Bunny bites? Yeah. I would. No. I would consider it a personal favor if you would join me at Moto Mia one day. And if you don't like it, I'll never bring it up again. Okay. And you can order anything on the menu that you like. Okay. Probably means crab and lobster and stuff. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, if it tastes like normal food, then uh, I, I think <laughs> like I do not consider it to be Italian. Is it like northern is it Italian? Is that Italian? what it is, or is southern Italian? Like we're around uh, the sea, or it's just not like it's not what I think of when I think of an Italian restaurant. When this is over, we'll go on to their website and see what their menu looks like, and maybe Jason will regret saying that. No, regret? I'm gonna go ahead and say okay, yes. You pulled the favor card, so. He doesn't I, like I to disappoint It's an easy favor. And then we can like go to, to Sancho's for drinks afterwards. Boom. Yeah, that and if good. you hate it, we can get tacos. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he loves tacos. If you tacos. hate it, you can box it up. I'll eat it for lunch the next day. And I'll buy you tacos. <laughs> whoa. 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 Swim in the whoa. deal. Win. Yeah. Done. What are you or doing? Or funditos. Yeah, what are you, what what are you, are you doing, doing tomorrow? tomorrow? Have you guys had a fundito? I have not. It is a skillet with cheese and some other stuff. Mostly it's like, hey, we made you a skillet of cheese. Maybe there's mushrooms in it. Maybe there's steak. I'm already more excited for the second part than the first part. <laughs> it reminds that. me of uh, yeah. no. It was good though. It means that if he really hates it, he won't be like miserable for the whole dinner. He'll just be excited to move on. Yep. When I was little, so I've always been a little obsessed with infomercials. Um, a little. That's a weird yeah. thing to be obsessed with. A little. <laughs> I don't like ever buy the stuff, but I think the actor in me always wanted to be on the one as like the incredulous person who you have to sell. This oh, those thing. are like the worst people ever. Isn't it? Yeah. Who is it? Is it Oliver? Maybe. <laughs> My friend Oliver has like a great rendition of like how just how bad these people are at life, <laughs> where it's like, don't you hate Tupperware? And it's like some woman opening a cabinet and the Tupperware is like falling on her face, and she's just like, ah. <laughs> It's like, how bad are you at life that you can't open a cabinet without stuff falling all over your face? But one of them They're was just like trying, so inept at everything. The Tupperware container on diagonally. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you hate picking up stuff? Uh, you just keep missing every time. But we've got this claw for you, so yeah, you don't exactly. have to bend over it. Aren't and the person using the it is like 23 years old, <laughs> yeah. athletic, like, you know. Yeah. So there was one that was on in the morning before school. This was elementary school, keep in mind. That was... This isn't like your like, Christian news channel? <laughs> Maybe. Before the Christian news starts, they had to earn some money by putting on some infomercials. <laughs> and there was a, a set Sell of some Bible holders. nonstick 
uh, cookware that <laughs> bikini bods 47. <laughs> It had like diamond edged something or other so that it was non-stick. But the way that they would prove that it was non-stick was by um, putting a whole bunch of cheese on it until it melted because cheese sticks forever, you know. And um, they would... Not if you keep melting it. (laughs) They would like melt the plastic of the uh, spatula into the cheese and then just pick it up and the cheese would come right off of the fry pan. And it was like... Sounds very sanitary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. I don't think you're supposed to eat that. Also, this was probably around the time when all of those like Teflon coating things were coming back as being like, don't use this, right. it'll kill you. Gonna get cancer from your pan. <laughs> yeah. Could be. It's like it's made with bullet grease. It's not just infomercials that you like, though. You also adore all the jingles that go along with oh products. Like, she'll just sit around the house and sing... I don't know. I, th- I can't even think of one, but you probably have 10 of them going through your head. Somehow, when you time. said that, the first thing that came into my head was DuckTales, which is obviously not for a product, but. Ooh! <laughs> so I was though. thinking of Staples. It's the most wonderful time, which is not a product thing either, but. No. I used to sing the Coca Cola one. The stars will always shine, the birds will always sing. As long as there is Coke, there's always the real thing. And then I just pictured a lot of Mexicans or Colombians <laughs> with like tables of white powder. <laughs> Coke, I get it. Oh, you're awful. <laughs> oh my goodness. We keep you around to keep our, I don't know, maybe we'd be too clean without you. You would be. Your lives would be so tame. <laughs> So now that we've gone completely towards the not topic of beer by going into jingles, though, do we have any beer jingles? Are there beer jingles? No, but I saw a great new beer commercial today. I don't know what beer it was for because it was for one of the bad ones. Um, but it was like their new aluminum resealable twist-on oh, cap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, wow, first of all, who wants to unseal and reseal their beer a lot of times? Because mm. that sounds like it's going to be even That's more That's so flat. you can run down the steps with it and not have it spill. Uh, and I was just like, and so I actually have a lot of respect for those, the, a lot of the beer commercials because they're really good a lot of the times. And I think, I always think it's a shame that you guys have this budgeting campaign because your beer is so terrible, but your commercials are actually pretty awesome. Yeah. And this one was just awful. And I felt like it was like the, the throes of desperation where they're just like, we have to sell our beer because it's like that ninth quarter in a row mm. that their sales have dropped <laughs> and craft beer has gone up. And I was so pleased by watching this commercial that just, it smelled like desperation. <laughs> Even tr- through my television, I was like so happy. <laughs> we tried today when we were walking the dog um, down the road there, before the alpacas, there's a horse. And so we really were trying to coach her into doing a grown-up version of the Super Bowl commercial with the puppy and the horse. Yeah. <laughs> but the, oh, again. the horse is very old and really wasn't interested in, you know. Neither was she, really. No. Yeah. Yeah. It she didn't wanted work to chase out the, all the way that we planned. No, it didn't. <laughs> She's like, is that a squirrel? She wanted to chase the cat at the horse's feet, but she didn't want to have anything to do with the horse. She did have a dog run full sprint at her, though. If it weren't for the electric shock collar, <laughs> invisible sense. I'm sure fence, we would have been would tackled well. by the dog. It was, it was laying on their porch, and I looked at Jason, and I said, it looks like a lion. Like, it had huge paws and just, like, this bushy mane, and I'm like, oh, dear And that Lord. was apparently its cue to wake up and <laughs> rush towards us. Lion? <laughs> I heard you. Mufasa. You sound like one of the, trans- the bad guy Transformer. Which one? 
<laughs> yeah, like dead on. Her. That's prime. No, the no, he's good. It's one of the bad guys. You didn't watch Transformers. Megatron. <laughs> yeah. Man, that. I know. Man, that's awesome. I would like to take this moment and I have that say, recorded. Oh man, I can make a sound it's bite. Like, it's like a whisper growl. It's probably killing your vocal cords. It didn't hurt. No. I mean, I'm sure <laughs> if I did it for an episode, it would hurt. Yeah. I'm sure. It would. Oh man, today's episode is by <laughs> the professor. <laughs> a theme episode where the Transformers are drinking beer. <laughs> Who am I supposed you to be? be My Little me. Pony. You can be Bumblebee. <laughs> Okay, all right. So, My Little Pony. Let's go into this. Have you guys seen... Oh, man. Uh, uh, It's called something like Death Battle or something like that. Deathbattles.com. Where they're pitting 80s cartoon characters against the gummy bears win everything? No, but they ought. The gummy bears win everything. (laughs) (laughs) But they do... uh, What is it? Starscream versus one of the My Little Ponies. Starscream being one of the... It's like the jet guy in uh, uh, Transformers. Mm. Well, they do a, like a breakdown. It's sort of like the whole Batman versus Superman thing and all that. Or is they, it more like, what's that modern Ninja Warrior show or whatever? Um, oh, it was like, it was a show where they took like, here's the way oh, a typical yeah, yeah, ninja yeah, yeah. kills people. Yeah. And here's the way a Viking a kills people. Yeah. And then yeah. we're going to fight them together. And you check their weapons to yeah. see who would win in a fight. Similar to that, but not on like actual television. So it's people who are sitting there and looking at whatever the footage is of these things. And actually analyzing their skills and abilities and all that fun stuff. Also, I don't think a Transformer ever killed anybody. I guess no 80s cartoons ever really killed anybody. Not explicitly. They don't really show. They would like if you watch the them? new the new Transformers. Like they destroy buildings that obviously have people inside. Yeah, they never really talk about that, do they? They never really show the people who are dead. I right. think of that every time I watch Spider Man. For some reason, that's the. Sh- oh my god! All the cars. Yeah, that's the one I find to be the most destructive. It's like you just blow up everything. <laughs> okay, so this so the so the death death match thing. Right. Uh, so in the Starscream, who is a big badass Transformer, and uh, versus the My Little Pony, the My Little Pony wins because they did just some. So full of love. They well. They're not Care Bears. Come she on. like flies through the air and all that, and they looked at like her speed and the curvature of the Earth and all that, and figured out she was going something like Mach ten. <laughs> she was like. So like he couldn't even she... see her, and she was just like spearing <laughs> yeah. him with a little like unicorn exactly. horn. Exactly. All she had to do was yeah. So. So the My Little Pony totally won, and they were talking about how amazing these My Little Ponies were. How did more? Well, there's also this huge fan base of like young adult males that just love My Little Pony. I saw that somewhere. Yeah, I think we talked about it on a documentary or something. It was creepy. They've got a name. I don't know what it is. Comb their hair and stuff like that. No, no, no. They're just like super into it. I thought they showed that in the commercials. Like comb its mane. Oh, I had one. So you remember? You remember this whole... You could, like, crank the tail and the mane would grow out? That was a thing, too. But you remember... So, I guess Jason knows this. Maybe the rest of the world is not. So, growing up, my mother... Growing um, up, my little pony. ...was on a very tight budget. And I am... And continue to still be gullible in some ways. So, she would not generally give me more than one or two gifts on Christmas. And she would wait until the after-Christmas sales and then buy them and say that... She accidentally found them in the gift closet. Oops. A um, gift closet? Yeah, we always had did a gift closet. you check that closet like all year long? Because I'd be looking in there. I'd be like, anything show up in the gift closet? <laughs> we did. Maybe. So the one year you on did? like the 29th of December, my mom came and picked me up from my grandpa's house and said, hey, 
I um I have something special for you. And it was the My Little Pony. And then this is how you know it was on sale because I never had anything with a name brand on it. It was the My Little Pony Salon and Spa. And they actually had like you put curlers in their hair and they made like perm solution and you could color it and you could do their makeup and all of this. And it was Girls very... are weird and stuff. Yeah. Everything just smelled funny. That's what I remember the most. Like you can only imagine how many chemicals were in that box that you were supposed to be putting yeah. on the ponies so many the guy's version of that just strips out the my little pony and says here's some chemicals to play with go <laughs> i had a science set i didn't ever I did do too. anything with it though you didn't burn off your eyebrows or anything no i think i like organized it a lot that's that what? sounds like what you do with your magic yeah. cards yeah yeah it was like this cool huge plastic case and you open it up and there was like a little section for everything and it was all neatly organized and like i never really did anything i might have had the same one I think I had the same. I didn't do anything with either. I, I don't know. I think it was too complicated for my age group. And yeah. I think by the time I could have understood it, I wouldn't have cared. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's basically to find that one kid that might go on to be like a chemical engineer or something and be like, yes, sir, this is for you. What you didn't know is that if you mix the right chemicals, they potassium produced... nitrate and water. They produced a scholarship. <laughs> that. You know, if you could just have figured it out. then. Also, I feel like all the chemicals are really old. That's so they probably were not very yeah. active. Very possible. It always looks like somebody else had used it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when you look at the bottles and all that, it looks like a used yeah. set. Well, I do want to take this opportunity and it's like the worst segue ever, but to point out that we are going to be updating our website. So if anybody... She just committed me to this. <laughs> uh, anybody who's listening has some like... Something oh, you really want to see on the website. Exactly. Tell us, say, in the next two to three weeks because that gives us time to make sure that it's ready to go and uh, that... It can be incorporated into the design. So, um, Dashing Rogue still going to exist. Beer Mistress, just, Mistress is still going to exist. We will have. We're just updating it, making yeah. it more modern. It's going to look a little more yeah. flash. Yeah. yeah. Not flash like the internet thing. Like flashy? Yes. Uh, and as you have just learned today, Ian is tweeting. So you should follow him on Occasionally, Twitter. Occasionally, yeah. I'm more I'm better at the conversations because there's a lot like texting. Yes, that yeah. makes sense. It's just like delayed texting. And I can handle that. It makes a lot more sense to me. What I have found... I'm sure I did it wrong, and they were probably like, this guy's awful at this. Just give him some booze <laughs> and go home. Um, uh, apparently, my followers like to favorite and retweet things in the middle of the night because my phone... You wake just, up and you're like, Twitter was awesome. Or maybe that just no, it vibrates very early. Very, very loud. I do go to bed very early. It's true. I'm willing to accept that. But I am um, at Beer Mistress on Twitter. I am at dashing underscore rogue. And I am at, and I'm Jason. I love it. Uh, find us on facebook.com slash dashing rogue and always at dashingrogue.com. And next week is episode 75. Oh, exciting. We should do oh. something special. Think we on that. drink beer for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We should celebrate with beer. How do we feel well, about that? We celebrated that? this week with beer, though. All right. Well, then. Or do we beer with celebrate? No. Hey, happy anniversary, Jason. Happy anniversary. Yay. Let's do it again in a year. Congratulations, you guys. I like that this is my anniversary, but you're taking Jason out to Moto Mio. Whatever. <laughs> I take you out all the time. All we do is go out, go to places and drink and eat. I need some man time. <laughs> so creepy. Color me creeped. So creepy. Until next time, this is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And I'm Jason. See you then. <laughs>